Hello there and welcome into Career Competitor, the show that seeks to light that competitive fire within you in order to jumpstart or optimize your career. I'm Steve Mella, your host, and today I'm welcoming in the CEO of Qualify, Darian McKell. And Darian brings to us a perspective that this show was born on, that of the athlete mindset and what that can do to propel you to stardom within your career. And as much as I love all of our guests, it's guests like Darian that I certainly connect with the most as a former athlete, as someone who's trying to make their way in the world using and relying upon so many of those traits that sport gave to me. So this is a fantastic episode for people like that that are listening in and wondering how on earth, how on earth can I find ways to take those great characteristics that I used to utilize maybe in the world of sport, and find ways to go away and conquer these careers that I am so driven to find success within. So really pay attention to this for former athletes, but at the same time, anyone that's established, anyone that's just looking for that extra edge within their careers, this is another fantastic discussion for people like that. And when it comes to Darian specifically, he's got this beautiful balance of individual and team sports. So, so much of what he's done to be successful is very team applicable and also competitively driven, that internal drive to be successful. So, like I say at the start of every single episode, Darian is here to either jumpstart or optimize your career. So, let's settle in, sit back, relax, and let's get comfortable listening to Darian McKell, the CEO of Qualify. And I hope you all enjoy. Hey guys, Steve here, and I'm so excited that you've taken the time to listen to the show today. But let me tell you about everything and anything you need to know when it comes to Career Competitor. Firstly, the podcast, whatever platform you're listening to is on right now. Follow, subscribe, specifically those of you that use Apple Podcasts. Leave some sort of a review, some sort of a rating. It really does help build the awareness of the show so that more and more people can be impacted by the messages that we're able to deliver. Now, in terms of the service, that's right, Career Competitor is a service now. I'm offering both individual and organizational coaching. From an individual standpoint, I'm here to help you with life or career goals. We'll sit down, we'll have a 30-minute free consultation, and we'll go over everything we need to go over in terms of you letting me know what it is I can do to help you optimize or jumpstart your life and your career. In addition to that, If you are a representation, if you are a leader of an organization, let me help you incentivize and optimize your team. Find ways to make your unit more cohesive, collaborate, and create a culture where success is a guarantee. I'm here to help you with that. And again, 30 minutes free time, I will sit down, I'll listen, and I'll advise you on exactly what it is I can do for you. And hey, if you just want to learn more about career competitors, both the show and the service, careercompetitor.com or reach out to me with steve at careercompetitor.com let's get to the show all right well i am excited to be welcoming in darian mckell to the career competitor podcast darian how are we today doing great uh thanks for having me excited to be here absolutely absolutely and i'm really excited just to kind of see where we go today because you really are the type of guests that this show was born on. Um, you know, the idea of someone who's come from a life in, in sports, who's gone on and used so many of those great traits that they developed through their their, their last uh, 
that I, I like to say almost like a past life um, of, of being yeah. an athlete. At least that's how I relate to it now. When I try to work out, it's it's definitely not pretty. <laughs> um, but at, at the same time, you know, you've got some incredible stuff going on in terms of what it is you're doing today. So before we rewind too far, why don't we actually start in the moment? What is it you're doing today? Just tell everybody, you know, everything you've had going on. Yeah, aside from being a, a pickup hooper, um, <laughs> I am the, the co-founder and CEO of a company called Qualify. Um, it's a software platform in the recruitment industry. So we help employers and recruiters um, streamline their processes. And we specifically focus on the phone interview step in the process. Um, coming from a little bit of my past background, I, you know, one of the things that I identified um along with my brother, who's one of my co-founders is how big the bottlenecks are. Um, specifically the phone interview is the biggest bottleneck in the recruitment process. So we have a, a software solution that allows recruiters to pre-record their own voice, asking sets of questions, and then they can then scale um, and have a personal and still automated experience with their candidates, sending them invites and they can respond to those invites over the phone um, in a simple phone call that, um, we record the audio, we record and transcribe the responses of the interviews and then make it easy for uh, the recruiting teams to listen to and share with their colleagues to make better hiring decisions. And so uh, we've been at that for the last couple of years and starting to really pick up steam. So it's been really fun um, growing the team and I get to work with my brother as well, which has been really fun and exciting. Um, and so, so yeah, that's what I'm up to nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm, I'm actually would love to come back to the, the, the part of, of you working with your brother here a, a little later on in the episode because I'm always interested about how that type of relationship can maybe be tested in, in business and, and stuff like that. But um, yeah. at, the same, at the same time, I don't want to get into that too soon because I, I really want to give people a, a, a true appreciation of just, just who you are. The guy the guy behind this this company who, who's co-founded it, who's, who's running it, obviously, is the CEO. Um, you know, you, you still dabble in basketball by the sounds of it a little <laughs> bit. And nothing wrong with that, man. I, I still kick a soccer ball around, even though I was yeah. never quite a soccer player anyway. But um, why don't you just sort of rewind the years now a little bit for us, Darian, and just give everyone a feel of just this, this background of sport that you came from? Yeah, I think um, I feel like my whole life has revolved around sports and in, in a lot of different ways, which hopefully I can unpack in a, in a, in a summarized way. Mm. Um, so me personally, um, I grew up, my, my parents, uh, especially my mom was a big advocate of just like putting us in a lot of different things, sports and non-sports. Um, so I played like everything growing up, um, including I was on the bowling team, uh, wow. like a travel bowling team in, in high school. That's one of the more, uh, ones that you don't hear all, all the time, but, um, <laughs> the, the two that stuck with me throughout life, um, well, the main one, my first love is basketball. So, um, I, I started playing ball when I was, I think three years old and loved it, um, from day one. Um, and then probably around fifth grade, I picked up track and field and, um, I'm, I'm a not, not to flex or anything. I'm, I'm a pretty natural athlete. And so that one, um, I enjoyed because I, I didn't have to work hard to be say, really good easy. at it. That, <laughs> it came, it came easy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so those two stuck with me through college. So I, um, played basketball and ran track, um, through college. I went to a, a smaller school and, um, I'm based in Indiana. So I went to Indiana Wesleyan university, which is, uh, one of the top NAIA schools, um, in the country, especially for, for basketball, we, we were good when I got there and then continued to, um, improve. And 
have the year after I left, um, they won the national championship. So, oh, so that's my go. slight claim to fame there. Yeah. Um, but in other ways that sports has kind of impacted me or just kind of like, like I mentioned a lot to unpack there. Mm. My, both my parents are athletic. My dad played football at Indiana state. Um, and then I mentioned my, my one brother, my younger brother, he actually ran track at Indiana state tracks, his primary sport. Mm-hmm. Um, he unfortunately has bragging rights on, uh, his longest long jump compared to mine. Um, <laughs> I give him a lot of jabs though, because I actually hold records that you can reference in places. Uh, uh... so we go back and forth there. So he's beating <laughs> me all time, but that's what I always, he's like, got more trophies and whatnot. Um, and then, um, the cool claim to fame though, especially when I was growing up. So I have an older brother that's about 10 years older than me. Um, he played professional football, um, oh. for, I want to say like 12, 13 years, um, wow. in the NFL. And so, um, when it comes to my parents, they, uh, I joke about this all the time. Cause now I'm, I'm a parent and getting prepared for my Saturdays being taken away. Like, yeah. so I know my, my dad used to, uh, sometimes be frustrated about, you know, how he never got a free weekend because we were always in, in some sort of event or, um, athletic, you know, some sort of sport or, or a game or practice back and forth traveling and stuff like that. And so, uh, yeah, sports have been a, pretty much a constant throughout my life. And still to this day, like I said, try to get up and down the court when I can <laughs> Monday, Monday nights and Friday mornings is usually, usually my days. There you go. Well, that's awesome, man. I, I think, the I, I always appreciate hearing when someone comes from a family of sport that's the one thing for me is my for as long as i was playing sports as a kid my memory is that my dad was too he, he was playing mm-hmm. in all these different sports obviously in a rec capacity by that point but i think it's a really healthy component for for a lot of people that do pursue athletics is being surrounded by it as much as possible not feeling as though you're somehow like a chore because you're going against the family model so yeah. to speak but it almost sounds like dad found a way to still it's like, it sound like a bit of a chore. <laughs> <laughs> well um, no i mean like he he's he's uh you know as much as a competitor as us but it's just you know like the whole parenting thing it's just you know sometimes it's like man do you guys never not have games you know <laughs> So. I get that part. No, I, and I can't wait to, to. I personally can't wait for that moment. I've got a two and a one oh, yeah. year old. So for me, once we once the calendar gets filled up with sport events, I'm going to be pretty happy. I think I say that now. It's come so back, to, fun, me. Come back yeah. to me in a couple of years, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but I, I I definitely want to start with just that competitiveness within your family because it's hard not to have competitiveness with that uh, appetite that you guys had for sport. So for for you as a competitor, when you look back, not necessarily on just those moments in basketball or in track you know for, for, for you when you looked at yourself growing up as a kid did you just find yourself to resonate with any opportunity possible to be competing oh yeah yeah like and even to this day um i i tend to gravitate to a lot of the i shouldn't i shouldn't coin it this way but i, I tend to give my con my competitive juices flowing on the non the non not my primary sports It's usually those auxiliary sports. So right. like I got really into ping pong. Um, I just tried this new thing with the team called, uh, bowling. It's think of cornhole mixed with, uh, football and bowling pins. So you're like throwing a football at bowling pins station, that, <laughs> station on like That's a cornhole type board. Right wow. And so those types of things, I'd talk a ton of trash, get really into it. Right. Um, 
but it, and like dodgeball was was huge for me uh, growing up you know um and so my competitive like my the way i tend to think of myself is uh i love to win type competitor um i love to improve love to get better and i truly admire there's i have friends and i admire like the like the Kobe Bryant, the Michael Jordans of the world, I would coin them as like the hate to lose competitors. Like they're willing to do anything yeah. to not lose. And mm-hmm. um, those are the, some of the things that they bring are some of the things I try to like uh, bring out of myself in some, in some ways, the, in the good ways, I should say. Um, yeah. I relate to that last part you just mentioned there, because for me, yes, over the years I've suffered losses, but I, as much as it's maybe stuck with me for a little bit, it's never something that's ruined my day, I guess. Yeah. Today as a fan, like I, I'm still a fan of sport and I have my teams, but when they lose, I'm like, ah, I can man. move on. Like, yeah. And then I get on with the rest of my day. And I think when you reference there, you know, for me, I'm a huge admirer of just Kobe's career. And you're exactly right. You know, a guy that just hated losing and couldn't live with himself if he were to lose. Yeah. You sort of coined it here as, as loving to win and seeing the, I guess finding that appreciation, finding that joy in winning, but understanding that if a loss comes, you can kind of live with it. Is that kind of how you're explaining it? Yeah. And I think a lot of times, like me, especially when that, that's about my natural instinct is wired. um, And I feel like other folks are wired in a different way. And I don't think either is necessarily good or bad. I think it drives you in a different way. Um, for me, like kind of the way I think about it is like, especially when I think about like some of my friends that are wired that way, it's like for me personally, I'd love to play you one-on-one or play a game against you and still be right. friends after, you know, and right. still have a good time after. Um, and, and, and that's just how, that's how I think about it and not hate you after, or like have to cool off for a whole day before we could talk again. And that sort of thing. Right. Right. And those, and, and that's the, that's kind of the beauty in some of those, uh, you know, you call them sports, call them games, I guess. Um, in some yeah. cases, you know, those, those sort of things that you, if you're someone that can't deal with a loss in that type of environment, I think life's going to be pretty hard. Um, yeah. You know, I think it's, it's, it's a healthy thing to be able to detach yourself from being competitive and wanting to win. And then obviously not being so attached to the idea of winning that it ruins your day. But I, I do want to kind of stick with this topic now in, in relation to business, because for someone who, who is an entrepreneur, for someone who has built their own thing, I'm really interested to learn how you how you've maybe identified moments within the building of Qualify and its journey where you've maybe had to fall back on some of those competitive instincts at times. Yeah, um, one of the big words for me this year has been uh, perseverance. I think that's kind of a competitive, not a competitive word necessarily, but like kind of coming from that. I think it is 100. Yeah, yeah, it's coming from those same um, those same sources, you know. where, where you draw that sort of energy from. And um, that's one of the things, like one of the biggest things that I've learned through sport is like, you know, how to deal with, you know, setbacks or things that aren't going your way, you know, um, things are starting to move in a positive, like a really positive direction for qualify. And it's a lot of it's happened over, you know, the course of 2021. Um, but the last, you know, couple of years have not been easy. This is my first time being a CEO. I've been part of, I've been a part of startups before um, that have gone well, but I wasn't the the person leading the charge, you know, if you will. Right. Um, right. And so there's a lot of things that I had to learn personally. There's a lot of things that I um, was probably arrogant about and had a 
over-optimistic viewpoint. I'm a, I'm a naturally very optimistic person. And so I, I carry that in a lot of things. Sometimes it comes to, to bite me in certain ways. Um, so things didn't always go the way I planned, but um, was found, found ways to stick through it, fight through it, um, and, and continue to work to help get us to where we are now, you know, where we are now. And now things are, like I said, starting to move in a more positive direction. But there's plenty of times where, you know, we probably could and should have, you know, quit and uh, turned it in. But I think that's that's an example of, uh, I feel like, that competitive nature. Because one of the things that drives me right now is I feel like we can win a category in the market. And uh, I don't feel like there's a clear dominant winner. And that's why I'm like, no, we can't quit. Like, it can be us. Like, let's go do this. Yeah. Um, but I think so, that's what, but, and again, this is why I feel strongly that perseverance is very much a competitive characteristic is that, you know, you're in this moment now where those two years of, of adversity, of challenges, um, getting to this point where you're now really, you know, reaping the fruits for, the, for, for your labor, like, it's, it, it almost seems as though it teaches you how to not necessarily just rest and, and not yeah. just be satisfied with the status quo. And, and, and for you now at this point, like you attested, like you mentioned there, like, Hey, you know, we are in a, in a, in a positive moment right now. We are winning in many ways, Yeah, but are we satisfied? And yeah. It I was about to like say, you're like, satisfied. No. Yeah, definitely. I was about to say drawn from the words of, of Kobe, like job's not done yet. You know, exactly. like we are, we're just getting started. Um, and that's, that's, I mean, there's plenty of places that your job motivation from, um, I'm excited about a lot of things that we we have planned or are trying to put into, into plans. Um, and so it's, yeah, the big thing for me that has kind of carried from the beginning was seeing that opportunity that, Oh, there's nobody really doing it in the way that we're thinking about doing it. Right. Let's go after it. Let's get this yeah. idea started. All right. We're st- we can be the front runners. Like, like now let's go be those front runners and, and start yeah. to expand and continue to innovate. And so, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's how I think about it right now. Yeah, absolutely. I love it, and I I can't I can't help but feel uh, almost motivated by your story. I'll be honest with you; like it's it's something that really does uh, really does have an impact on me and, and someone who's who's trying to do his own thing. And, and hearing you sort of discuss the the hardships that you probably do have to go through to begin with to get something to uh, to, to to build a foundation. At the end of the day, that's what you're saying here. You know, you, you guys spent a long time building yeah. a foundation, and there were times where, as you were putting this piece in place and this piece in place, you could have looked at one another and been like oh man, is it worth it? Is it really worth it? And and you kept looking at one another and saying, you know what, it's going to be. And, and yeah. gonna keep going. And this is actually, a, it feels like a good time to talk about your brother a little bit. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> uh, so why, why don't you, I mean, if there was ever clashes, I'm going to have to assume it came with brother. So, you know, just talk to me a little bit about what having someone as close to you as a brother has meant during something, you know, during a process like this. Yeah, no, it's it's been really great. Um, I think, each person, if they're thinking about going into business with their family, probably needs to assess that relationship before <laughs> jumping in. Um, I felt really confident going in with my brother because one, uh, we're really close Two, we have personality types that don't tend to really clash with anybody. We're really, we're genuinely cool with, with everyone, um, that we, we encounter and try to build, you know, good relationships with everyone that we meet. Um, but between us, 
we, we, the only time period that we had real issues was probably around my eighth grade or early high school years where I, it was, it was on me. I was a jerk to him. <laughs> um, it just picked on him just because he was my little brother. Um, and so that that's one moment, one time period in life where uh, I definitely can admit there's multiple times I can admit I've done things <laughs> wrong, but, but most importantly, where, the last two years, it sounds like you guys have gotten along pretty good, huh? Yeah. And it's been really helpful because, um, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, as you're going on your journey, like you'll find that there are tons of highs and lows, like literally in the span of hours, you can go from, we are about to crush it. We're going to be worth a billion dollars to <laughs> like literally later that day, uh, you know, the people that you thought were going to, why you're going to sell the sales. Yeah, exactly. You're like, dang, this is going to shut down tomorrow. Right. Um, and it like, and it goes back and forth. And one of the things that's been helpful is, uh, I don't know if it's coincidence or timing. I know like marriages encounter this a lot where if one person's freaking out, the other person has like a calm, cool collectiveness to them and can balance that person out. And I've found that with, uh, my brother, Devin, um, it seems like if one of us is having an off day, the other person had like good things happen and can speak positivity into that person That's and vice versa. So it's been really helpful to just uh, be able to be there, you know, for each other. And in terms of, yeah, just being able to keep each other, uh, you know, in a positive state of mind, or at least get us back to, uh, to neutral at the very least. Well, yeah, that makes me want to sort of learn a little bit more about the roles that you're both playing within the company too, because I think in those cases, when, someone's in one area and someone's in another it's very easy for, for for there to be reasons to be excited in one area and reasons to be disappointed in the yeah. other area like what 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 do your what, where do your roles contrast i guess yeah it's uh we both kind of play so we have two other co-founders as well that are on the technical side so they they're part of leading the charge on our product and engineering efforts mm-hmm. um devin and i uh me, I'm, I'm naturally more suited for like kind of the back office stuff. So my background's in finance. So I, I, I love spreadsheets and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> um, and I'm an ideas person and collaborator. So I like to jump around in different areas. And so I've, um, in the early days, we were both, you know, hitting the ground running on the sales side, just trying to figure out who to go after. And um, that stuck longer with Devin. Um, so he still manages the sales team. Um, we're bringing on a, a, a leader for that. And so he kind of is an amoeba. He's the COO. Um, so he kind of jumps into, I see his role as seeing the gaps in the company and filling those building process around them and jumping to the next thing. Um, so we're both kind of amoebas and in, in, in jump in different areas. Mine is more back office stuff. His is more kind of product uh, marketing and sales and kind of he, he kind of ties the, the company together and is kind of the, the voice of the customer too. He also leads our customer service and, and onboarding efforts as well. Uh, we're a small team yeah. right now. So he, we all do a lot of different things. It's good to start small, right? I mean, sometimes with these sort of things, especially when you're so familiar with, with the people that you're working with, like you are your brother. Yeah. And I, I can't help but just look a little bit about the sports that you were playing there between basketball, which is obviously so team oriented and then a sport like track where it's much more individualized. It, it makes me think of myself. My upbringing was soccer and swimming. And, and, and mm-hmm. so, you know, when, oh, yeah. you, when you have those two different sort of environments growing up and you can kind of take from both worlds and say, okay, where did I find that the, the team component of what it is I'm doing today is helping me in terms of my experiences in the past. And where did the individualism of, of, of striving and pushing myself just one-on-one 
uh, how that is helping you today too and and just sort of maybe talk to me a little bit about when you look at the, the the now growing team as you just alluded to there you're going to be bringing on some more members of staff the team component of what you're building there with qualify versus where you see the the difference in your position where you're having to take responsibility and, and you're having to get your stuff done too yeah no i see so me i think i feel like every every person has like a skill set and talents and strengths that they bring to the table and i think mm. one of mine is ideas so i i love coming up with ideas dumb or genius like uh, I, I love putting them out in the world or capture them capturing them somehow uh, and so that's one of the things I, I like to just continue bringing ideas but then i i haven't built anything for qualify you know like <laughs> that was also what else and so i love collaborating so i love taking an idea and being like all right who do i know or who can we find that um that can get this to life or, or help us do this better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's my favorite, favorite piece. And so team is huge. Um, yeah. And, and that's one of the areas that I want to continue to figure out how to, how do we continue to enhance the culture that we've started? People love working at qualify so far, but we're a small team. Um, and so as you start to grow the numbers, it's, it's not always easy to maintain that. So how do we, build a culture that's main like that we can continue to enhance and add to it, especially like in a remote sort of environment. Um, so I think that's a unique challenge that a lot of people are trying to tackle today. Um, and so, yeah. so that, that's, that's one, you know, that's a, that's a huge area of, of focus for me. Definitely. And I, what, what was funny is I was definitely going to try to get onto the topic of leadership here, but at, at, at the same time, like listening to you talk about the way in which you, thrive on creating ideas and also then collaborating with the people that are going to maybe help those ideas come to fruition that goes obviously to what i was just talking about there with individualism versus team but it's also awesome facets of leadership like uh, being able to not only come up with the ideas but even acknowledge have that vulnerability to say great idea oh no this was not a great idea and 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 being able to actually say hey guys like i got it wrong and then having that collaborative environment too from a cultural standpoint where it's like we are all we are all benefiting from one another as you said like we all have strengths we all have weaknesses we're all going to have areas where we have to have one another's back at a time where we're a little bit exposed and i think listening to you talk it almost sounds like your version of leadership stems from those things that you were talking about there that you learned from team and also just individualism in sport no 100 percent. like uh you know thinking basketball basketball specific the especially in a college setting where if you're there for four years there's people rotating in and out every year and they're like bring like there's new people in they're going to bring a new skill set and um and there's people that are leaving that you know their skill sets are are gone now Mm -hmm. and so uh one thing that, that i've come to admire is coaches just in general like how how much work goes into being a coach when i was younger it was it was you know oh drop the plays and and that's it but there's right. there's a, obviously a ton of strategy that goes into a strategy around like who do we like what's our current team make up what are the dynamics you know, in the locker room on the court um what like what who do we need to bring in to take us to that next level looking at the competitive landscape and mm-hmm. you know how are we going to beat you know these key people in our conference all that sort of stuff 
and then staying up late out like running doing scout film all that sort of stuff um yeah my mind was kind of blown getting into college and just seeing how much you know we had like two three hour practices but like it's a full-time job for them um and so yeah definitely you know thinking about people in a you know in a company setting in a similar way um you know what are the what are the gaps in the company um what are we good at you know I would say like right now as a company, like we're really great at product. Um, but one of the things I'm looking for is like, how do we continue to, you know, fill the top of our funnel, um, with, you know, solid leads and that's looking at, you know, the sales and and marketing in terms of, you know, how do we get our name out there? Um, how do we get people urgently interested in signing up for something or, you know, taking a listen to, you know, our sales folks on the team. And so, um, that's that's just like one thing that's really fresh you know fresh <laughs> yeah, on my mind clearly, clearly yeah. that's on the calendar for today huh that's what you're working on today but at the what i really enjoy about this darian like for me is there's so many and again going back to what i said right at the introduction here the there's so many connections to the individual that you were able to evolve into uh, through your life in sport growing up and how you've been able to fall back on so many of those qualities now and in what it is you do and i think the one thing that is is really standing out to me is the the I'm going to keep going back to that word perseverance because you kind of at first you were unsure of that sort of competitive quality to that but when you hear about what it is you've done when you hear about the the perspective you have in terms of how you're doing things currently it's pretty obvious that the satisfaction is always going to be very short-lived uh in terms of what it is you're accomplishing as a company and i think that is such a healthy competitive trait to have it doesn't mean you don't appreciate the work you've done it doesn't mean that you don't appreciate the situation you're in it just simply means that you feel like your potential is greater and 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 you're really excited about striving to reach that potential right now which you know for for this show and just for me as an individual in, in my life of coaching I can't get enough of that mindset. That's what we're all about. That's yeah. why we do this show. Um, for, for you now looking ahead, how are you going to continually chase what it is you feel your potential is now as a company? Yeah, that's a good question. And one I was going to touch back on, like, uh, I think it is good to like celebrate. And that's something I don't do naturally well we, none like, of us do you, man I, 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 I hear you i think it's clear. like a, a miswiring and you know oh my gosh our, our brain, to, as, a, as a society we have to get so much better at celebrating we really do yeah um but no continuing to strive is I, I think setting high goals is like one of the one of the starting points um and that's that's a continuous exercise evaluating like what just happened like you know what are we trying to get to and uh, how do we get there faster? You know, the name of the game in the startup world is how do we get there, you know, faster? What, what processes, what people, what, what things do we need to put in place to get there faster? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, that's the big one for me is um, evaluating what our targets are. Um, and I think actually <laughs> shortly after this meeting, I have like time blocked off to really think about what are all the things that we need, to, that I need to be thinking about um, in terms of planning, you know, especially mm-hmm. as we're bringing on, uh, new people. So for context, we're, uh, we just brought on our ninth person on the team here in November, by the end of November, we'll be at 13. So awesome. we started the year off with the four co-founders, um, really that we're doing so it in some full, full, partially full-time, partially part-time capacity. So like mm. the company has really changed and grown over this year. And so, um, I heard, so we've gone through, um, like investment processes and I've talked to a lot of investors and one of the, 
one of the investors said uh, right now is about going from product to uh, company um, mm-hmm. going from, yeah. You know, so taking like the concept to now building company, like how do we uh, not only get the product out in the world, but how do we do so effectively as a unit? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's an important, you know, stage of where we're at right now. So, yeah, I actually really, I really like that philosophy um, just because I think, I, I like to find ways that we can maybe take something that you've just said there and, and and make it relatable to any situation. And I think we can almost all see ourselves as a product um, in terms of what it yeah. is, the, the impact that we're trying to have in whatever career it is we're trying to have that impact in. And how do we how do we widen that impact? And, and that's what yeah. we're talking about here. You know, how do it's I go about, from a yeah, great scaling idea? Scaling it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it, 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 it's all really good stuff. And um, for anyone who's listening to this man who's, who's being recruited, who's, who's about to go into some phone interviews or whatever it may be. Why don't you just tell everybody information about the company, where we can learn more, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, it's really easy. If you're seeing this online, it, it, it got the name in the <laughs> background, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I know this is audio based. So, uh, it's qualify, um, and it's spelled with an I instead of a Y. So, uh, just like a lot of tech companies do different names. So yeah, it's a uh, Q U A L I F I. Um, and you can find us at qualify.hr. Um, so yeah, qualify.hr is our, our site. Um, and then you can reach out to me on uh, LinkedIn is where I tend to be most active. Um, so yeah, pretty simple to, I think it should be pretty easy to find me, find me <laughs> there. Stuff. Yeah. Well, I'll certainly share that information too on the, on the back end of the interview, but Darian, honestly, man, I, I really appreciate the time and just good luck to yourself, to Devin, the rest of the guys there and, and just everything you're doing, you know, tripling, tripling the amount of staff in the space of 2021 can only mean that you guys are onto something so just keep up the great work and, and all the best and uh, thanks again for joining us today yeah appreciate it and best of luck to you as well i'm excited to, to see where you take things <laughs> thank you and my thanks again to darian for joining us on the show today and before i start to wrap up here and give you some food for thought to take away with you let me just reiterate a couple things there that Darian mentioned towards the end. Firstly, he made it very clear you can reach out to him, Darian McKell, on LinkedIn. And in addition to that, their website, qualify.hr. That's qualify spelled Q-U-A-L-I-F-I dot H-R. You can find everything you need to know about the company right there and reach out and see how they can be of help to you. Now, a couple of things that I wanted to really leave you with here based on our conversation a couple things three things actually in fact one is that of seeking collaboration the idea of being comfortable discussing strengths and weaknesses throwing ideas out and being with people that you trust and that you respect and listening to their insight and just throwing thoughts into the universe and just letting them sit out there letting people take them in and then letting them give you feedback seeking collaboration is just a wonderful version of initiative that can be so powerful. So don't wait for people to collaborate with you. Seek it. Go in search of the ability to get some insight from others so they can maybe help you get ideas moving a little faster and get to that finish line a little quicker as well. The next thing is loving to win and truly appreciating the progress as you go through your day-to-day. So that love to win, like we spoke about, how so many athletes but so many competitively driven people out there sometimes just hate to lose. And I think that desire to hang on to hardships, to hang on to disappointment can sometimes really hurt us 
in the long term, when we're aspiring to win, when we're aspiring to be successful, and we're seeking that true love, that connection for those successful moments, then we're going to allow those disappointments not to be something that we really hang ourselves up on, but they're going to just be learning moments. They're going to be teachable moments where we can actually say, listen, this is what I took. This is what I've learned. Yes, I'm disappointed. I'm very much at peace with the moment and my, and my emotions in, re- in reaction to it. But at the same time, I love winning so much. It's time for me to move on. It's time for me to move forwards and get back to work. The last thing, widen that impact. What a great thing to really just go about the rest of your day. How can you widen the impact that you make? And this very much ties in both of the last things that I spoke about there. If you love to win, if you seek collaboration, then you're certainly going to be looking to widen the impact that you make on people. And this goes beyond your career. Like so many things we discuss on this show, it's not just 100% career-driven. So much of the successes that we can actually find within our careers, within our sports, if you're someone still within sport, it comes back to our willingness to invest in ourselves as human beings within our lives. So how can you widen the impact that you make on a day-to-day basis within your world, within your community that you exist within? If you're able to do that, think about how much more available you're showing that you are to people. Think about how much involved you certainly are with other people's success. That's a great position to be in within life. So widen that impact that you're able to make on a day-to-day basis. Three things that I personally took from my discussion there with Darian. I would like to think that there's so many other things that you guys took as well. But listen, in the meantime, I'd love to hear what you thought about the episode. Reach out to me, steve at careercompetitor.com or you can always contact me through Instagram where I post every episode, career underscore competitor. With all that in mind, guys, I appreciate you listening to the show. There's so many exciting things going on right now around both the show and also the coaching service that I'm providing through Career Competitor. Make sure you're connecting with us. Make sure you're following us. And make sure you're reaching out to me. I love to hear from you. But in the meantime, guys, best of luck with anything and everything you've got going on. I look forward to speaking with you all again very soon. And bye for now.